People of Note on Fine Music Radio is proudly brought to you each week at this time by Peter Turin Productions. This is Rodney Trudgeon welcoming you to this week's edition of People of Note here on Fine Music Radio. An interesting new musical is going to open at the Artscape Arena on the 8th of December and run through till the 31st. It's a production by Abramser and Mayer and VR Theatrical, and it's about one of South Africa's most eccentric daughters, Elizabeth Clara. She gained fame and notoriety during the height of apartheid with her incredible claim that she was abducted by an alien from the foothills of the Drakensberg, transported to his utopian planet in the Alpha Centauri system, where she bore him a son before returning to Earth to spread his message of love, compassion, and his urgent call to protect our planet and to find more sustainable ways of living here on Earth. Now, this musical, as I've said, has been, well, the music itself has been composed by Bessel Ordendahl, who's a highly acclaimed music director, composer, and co-owner of VR Theatrical. He spent 15 years as a sought-after musician in international pits, working on numerous major international touring musicals, for example, The Lion King, Cats, The Phantom of the Opera, Jersey Boys, Mamma Mia, Aspects of Love, and apart from composing, Vessel also arranges and orchestrates original music. And Vessel is with me here in the studio. So, Vessel, welcome. <laughs> Thank you very much for having me. I'm most intrigued to hear all about this because it is quite a fantastical story, isn't it? <laughs> it is. And I think, you know, a lot of people would think, oh, my goodness, it's a story about aliens and those kind of things. And it, it really isn't, actually. That's sort of just a backdrop of actually a love story between two Two humans, shall I say. Yes, we have to make that clear. <laughs> yes. yes. Um, called the characters called Bess and, and Billy, um, who in the very difficult circumstances in, in South Africa at that time, sort of mid-20th century, you know, found it very difficult to, to have a love affair. And this Elizabeth Clara is a real person who, who, who lived in, during that time and who made all of these claims of being abducted by an alien. Um, and she then later became very famous for, for that. You know, she was on the on the cover page of Heisgenuit and all of those things back then. <laughs> right. But our sort of uh, backstory to this is we created a character called Billy who sort of encompasses the typical Mandela, Hani, Martin Luther King, those people that brought about change during the, the 20th century. So he sort of is the symbol of, the, of those people and how they fall in love and um, in order for her to make sense of this this what was a forbidden love she created this fictional idea yeah. of being abducted by an alien and and having a child with yeah. this alien so i thought that's such mm. a clever idea mm. i heard about that that that's the nub of it that she made up the whole alien mm. story because obviously she couldn't have a child across yeah. the color bar exactly so that is not the that is sort of our concept so mm -hmm. the alien story is a real um, what what she claimed to be real, um, but we we thought you know having having <laughs> the South African history as a backdrop is just such an interesting way to to and tell and also the story. creating this character in the sort of likes of Mandela, Hani, and so mm, on. Mm. I see that uh, Marcel Mayer actually wrote he he wrote mm. the play, so to speak, based on all this material. Absolutely. So he created this this wonderful story. Um, and uh, wrote the lyrics and and the the script and the book um, for this particular musical. And then, how did you get involved when you got the phone call or the email saying Vessel? How about it? Did you think, oh my goodness, or were you excited, or what was the process? <laughs> so Marcel contacted me and he said, you know, we sort of collaborated on other things, smaller productions and productions still that we would like to still do. But then he he said, you know, I've got this great story that I really need to tell. And, you know, let's collaborate. And and, and from there, the, the rest is history. <laughs> As they say. Um, but then what, what was the next step? Did you see the lyrics and all that? And did he tell you the sort of style he mm. wanted for the music? So I prefer to, to work from lyrics. I'm very lyric driven. I believe the story is really the crux of, of the music. I won't say the music is secondary to the story, but... It, it definitely it informs the music. So I prefer to to receive the lyrics that Marcel so brilliantly wrote, and then 
and then put music to that, really. Do you get any kind of guideline as to what, I suppose it has to do with the budget, how big the orchestra, <laughs> band or whatever can be? Yes. So we, we initially had a, shall we say, an experimental workshop process where it was just me on piano and the two voices. Um, and and from there, it, it kind of grew um, into a fuller orchestrated version of, of the show. Um, yeah, so th- so that's that was our our thinking initially. Okay, mm. and I read somewhere about a lush, romantic sound that you create for this. Is mm. that true? So it is. It, it definitely is a, a variety of of styles that that I draw from. Um, for example, um, I am very much influenced by the impressionist era and composers like Ravel and Debussy. Um, especially thinking about the time frame where it starts in 1910 is where the story really starts. Mm-hmm. Um, and then also how the, the music grows into a little bit of African feel into it. So there's, it's, it's really is a big merging of, of Western and, and traditional music. Was it fun mm. to write? Was it fun to compose or did you sweat blood and tears? <laughs> All of the above, Rodney. Okay, okay. <laughs> yes. But you enjoyed it. Absolutely. No, it, it was such a wonderful process and, and quite easy. Um, and it must be very exciting now to know that it's about to be launched on stage and you can see it all coming to life. It is so wonderful. And we, we received such wonderful feedback um, with our read-through. We in, invited some key people in the in musical theatre industry and in the theatre industry in Cape Town especially. And, you know, we really got good feedback. Um, and then Marcel and I went back and we really um, shaped it a little bit differently yeah, and, and yeah. reworked it a bit. And now it's, it's happening <laughs> on stage and it's, it's <laughs> glorious. Okay, well, I hope we're going to hear something from the show in the course of this program. (laughs) Yes, you will. Okay. But first of all, your first piece of music is not that. Tell me about your first piece of music. So, Rodney, I would like to pay some tribute to to some of the mentors that I've had in the past. And this particular piece um, is called San Gloria. It's from the the, the mass San Gloria, um, written by Peter Louis van Dijk. um, And... This pays homage to our choir conductor that we had at a school called Lady Grey Arts Academy um, in the Eastern Cape. And his name is Boetus Gresser, and he was at the Drakis, I know, a long time ago as well. And that really shaped my, my choral thinking, and, and, and especially, you know, my, as a young child, was very influenced by, by the music we did in the choir. Um, so, so, yes, that's, that's the This first is the piece. Gloria from the Sang. The Gloria from San Gloria.
That was the first movement, the Gloria, of the San Gloria by Peter Louis van Dijk. And it was the first choice of my guest on this week's edition of People of Note, the composer Vessel Ordendal, who has written the music for this brand new musical called Star Crossed, which opens here at the Artscape Arena on the 8th of December. And the fact that it's at the arena means it is sort of intimate, isn't it? Because only two people involved, and I think you sort of implied a small-ish ensemble. So there is an intimacy about it. There's definitely an intimacy about it, and because it is an intimate story, however, you'll definitely hear and see that the two actors are larger than life and they're absolutely wonderful in these parts um isabella jane who is definitely going to make inroads in this in this industry she is absolutely lovely and old gregory who's a, a well-known name in in cape town who starred in productions like kinky boots and joseph um so the two of them really you wouldn't say that it's just two people it feels like <laughs> it, it's feels it's bigger. a massive musical the yeah. way that they do this has it got complicated scenery or do you use lighting or what will it look like? So Fred Abramser, the director, mm. had a very lovely vision of um, incorporating some beautiful um, visual AV at the back, projections and, and moving animation, um, and w- which also helps to, to give a bit of context of where we are in the place. And because of the, the, the size of the arena, it's quite hard to, you know, you can't have moving sets and all of that kind of stuff. <laughs> That's what I was thinking. Yeah. It's in, uh, so you're not cluttered with sets. That's We're not. Uh, so, so the projections will definitely aid the, 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 the storytelling to give a bit of where we are um, and time especially. Um, you know, uh, projections are by um, Kirsty Cumming, which, which is uh, absolutely spectacular. When the two actors came to start rehearsals, did you find or did they find the music quite easy to sing, to get used to and to sing? Well, I would like to think so, right? Okay, no, fair <laughs> enough. But You're the wrong person yeah. to ask, maybe. Yeah, I think you should ask them. Okay. But, but I, yes, I, I think they were definitely... They were intrigued at first, and then it really sort of grew on them, and it grew in, uh, on their voices, really. It, it was a pleasure for me to especially write for their voices because we had those two people in mind. It really was lovely to experiment with their voices and, and to see where those melodies end up. Um, How long did it take you to write, bearing in mind you started from scratch with a brand new musical? Yes. How long does that take? Sure. You know, there's nothing like a deadline, Rodney. <laughs> Agree. You know, so the pressure was definitely on. So we received funding from from the National Arts Council initially to create a workshop version of this. And their deadlines are sometimes quite, <laughs> how shall I be polite? It is unreasonable. unreasonable at the best of times. Yes. However, in a way, it was a good thing because we we were really pushed to deliver. Mm-hmm. Um, so all in all, it took about three months to get the bulk of it out um, from the day that Marcel and I really put our heads down. Mm-hmm. It must be a tremendously exciting creative process when you are working on an entirely new musical. This didn't exist before, mm-hmm. and that's what I think makes it so exciting. I just, As we've said, it's the Abrams and Mayer production team, but also VR Theatrical. What is that, VR Theatrical? So because you're the co-owner of that, I see. Yes. So VR Theatrical is a production company that myself and Jakub van Rensburg created and, and started. Um, and we've produced, uh, in Johannesburg and Cape Town, we've produced some, some productions like Rock of Ages we did in the Teatro in, in Johannesburg, Mystery of Irma Vep, and a lot of things here at, at Peter Turin's Theatre, Theatre on the Bay. Now we are producing also A Christmas Carol that's playing um, over this Christmas season oh, as well. Are you producing that with um, Ashley? Yes, Dowd with Ashley Dowds. Yeah. In, um, so, yeah, so, so we, we do theatrical productions. and Okay. So it's in, and it's sort of national, isn't it, if you say you go around to Cape Town in Johannesburg? And yes. So Jakub van Rensburg lives here, and, and he runs the Cape Town office, shall I say, and I'm up in Johannesburg and making sure that things run smoothly over there. Okay. A very, very, um, shall we say, creative situation. Now, I want to know a little bit more about the actual music. Do you divide it into a typical musical thing, an overture, solo arias, duets? Absolutely. That is a a very good way of of putting it. So, yes, there's an overture, and and, um, especially with two people, there will 
be lots of duets, um, uh, some musical interludes, uh, and uh, musical, arias. Musical without voice, just yes, or, some music um, in in between, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, in between, or shall I say, underscoring while the the the, the speaking parts are happening as well. Uh, okay. So there is dialogue, um, like a musical is is, is set. But mostly, it is mostly through composed with mostly music. It's it, the music under underpins the entire piece. Okay. Well, I like I like the thing I said earlier about the lush music score. Um, so I'm hoping it's going to sound like that. Let's take another piece of music. What have you got now? Bach's B minor Mass. Yes. So I would like to play Quiseres ad dextram. Sometimes that's a bit of a tongue twister um, by uh, Bach. And uh, I particularly like the John Elliott Gardner version of this. Um, when I was in high school, it was about standard eight, um, grade 10, as, as they say now. Uh, and when I heard this, this recording, my mind was blown. It was incredible that the idea of, of period instruments and I completely fell in love with John Elliott Gardner's versions of the music and yeah it, it's just I immediately burst into tears when I heard it the first time as a young person to mm. hear this magnificent sound I would love to hear this in, in a proper English cathedral um, or anywhere in Europe you know one day that would be wonderful.
from the mighty mass in B minor by Bach. The Quee said is there, and that recording with Sir John Elliot Gardner and the Monteverdi Choir and the English Baroque soloists. And it was the second choice of my guest. I have a composer, a real live living composer in the studio today, Vessel Ordendahl, whose new musical called Starcrossed is about to open at the Artscape Theatre on the 8th of December. And when it says here star cross, there's a cross in the middle. Why is that? Is that just a sort of publicity thing? Yeah, I, th- I think that was more a sort of, of, of a logo choice, really, okay. um, just to kind of as a symbol of, of the, um, the title. Okay. And the other question I wanted to ask before I forget is, when it's finished its run here, is it likely to go around anywhere else or not at the moment? We would love to. At the moment, there's nothing planned or confirmed as of yet, mm-hmm. but we definitely want to to take it to Europe. We do feel that it oh, is something we, we would love to do the art festival um, uh, circuit there in, in Europe or, you know, Edinburgh Festival. We're definitely looking at, at, at taking it. I think it's the right fit for the particular European art festivals. And, you know, the Graham Sound Festival, we would love to, to take it there. And so, yes. Is it a long piece in the theater? Does it run it's for a, a long time? It's a 90 minutes. 90 minutes. 90 minutes. So it's, it's an hour and a half, um, one act. Um, okay, it goes yeah. right through for one It goes right night. through. Yeah. Uh, Vessel, I want to find out more about you. We've discussed writing music and how you settle down to write this, but tell me a little bit about your background. Have you always been a musical person? When you were young, did you want to be a musician? Yes, definitely. I am. Um, you know, I, I started in, in school, in primary school, and I, I, I um, went in primary school in, in Port Elizabeth. You know, started my piano lessons from a young age. Are you from Port Elizabeth? I'm from originally from from Port Elizabeth. Right, right, right. So yeah, I, I did you know all the the school plays and studied piano um, from a young age, and that's how I got into into music, and it just kind of escalated from there. Um, you know, I was in 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 the Eastern Cape Children's Choir. So it was in your blood. It so was in my Do blood. You come from a musical family? No, not really. However, I think there is. Mm-hmm. Um, Sort of in the, the more extended family, I'm family of uh, Albi von Skolbeck oh, as well, right. who's yes, my, yes. I think my dad's second cousin or something like that. Okay, <laughs> okay. Um, and then also my cousin is um, Albi Woodendahl, who's also a, a pianist musician who studied in Pochipstrum. So it's, there is some musical elements in, in our family, yes. So how much composing do you actually do? Because you said you've worked on these musicals like The Lion King, Cats, The Phantom, where on those you were playing in the in the orchestra. Mm. But how much actual composing do you do and arranging? So arranging and, and orchestrations I've done quite a lot throughout my, my career. Composing sort of happened every now and again, shall I say, when, when I have a moment. I've mostly worked as a musician and musical director in, in, in this industry. Um, but composing is is definitely something i'm i'm definitely more interested as i as i sort of go into my 40s and you know i want to <laughs> to get into in, into composing a little bit more and hopefully be a little bit more prolific than i am you know i need that little bit of a a kick to you to need to a deadline going. i need a you deadline need an unreasonable that is deadline. that's as absolutely what i need <laughs> yeah but arranging things arranging and orchestrating has its own incredible sort of creative side as an art form doesn't it mm. how would you say who influenced you with what you do with arranging and composing or is it sort of a natural flair that you have yes no i definitely i definitely draw influence from from especially classical music, but I think mostly because my work has been based in musical theater, mm-hmm. I definitely have a very vast interest in musical styles from rock pop um, into sort of more the the grand old scale musicals like Gypsy and, uh, you know, Carousel and those kind of things. So it really is a vast variety of, of music that I do listen to. And yeah, I draw from that. So I particularly believe that writing music should be informed by the story so the style is then i think it was sometime that said the music should sound like what the costumes look like and what the set looks <laughs> like he? and okay, all of the, so so that is kind of and he should know he should being as famous and as successful yes, as he was exactly but it's interesting that you also like the sort of um romantic you mentioned carousel mm. uh, the rogers and hammerstein musicals perhaps mm. as well as being 
It's remarkable, isn't it, how successful they were. And there was a reason for that, wasn't there? This incredible gift mm. of making the music sound like it looks Absolutely. on stage. Yes, no, and, and it was such a golden era of, of musical theatre and especially the development of it. I mean, Oscar Hammerstein and Richard Rogers, the really... Um, were the pioneers, you know, with Oklahoma, they pioneered the the idea of a story, a musical that that is the emphasis is on the story and the and mm-hmm. the lyrics and the, the the dialogue. You know, it 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 wasn't as much vaudeville anymore. You know, um, yeah, yeah. and the world of opera has that ever interested you, either as a listener or as a writer? Mostly as a listener, I would say, um, but I'm definitely influenced because my background is classical music and, mm-hmm. and having done my my BMAS in, in classical music, um, I I definitely have a, a tendency to lean more towards classical music, not so much opera, to be honest. When it comes to vocal music, I, I tend to be either more sort of choral or completely the opposite spectrum of musical theatre and and. Um, Okay, fair yeah. enough, fair enough. So we won't put you down as an opera fan <laughs> <laughs> just at the moment. No. Not at this point. It might change. Things <laughs> no, I'm change. I'm teasing you, yeah. I'm teasing you. Now, the next piece of music is a piece by Scott Dropland. It's called The Maple Leaf Rag. And on this recording, it's played by Christopher Digan. The Maple Leaf Rag by Scott Choplin, played for us by Christopher Digan. People of note on Fine Music Radio, and my guest this week is Vessel Ordendahl, who has composed the music for a new musical called Starcrossed, opening this week on the 8th of December at the Artscape Arena. Vessel, it's interesting, isn't it? What is it about those rags that people find so challenging? What is the magic of these rags, do you suppose? I think, well, the iconic thing is is the stride piano, is especially the left hand, which has to jump, you know, from the octave down to the, and and it sort of sort of does speed up. And I think it is that in that feeling of sort of starting slowly and then building and 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 speeding oh, okay. up. Um, but it's particularly the the left hand is what makes it so iconic. Is that that stride piano that that happens? I must look the next time I see it being played live. Are they difficult? Technically difficult? It's really very very technically difficult and i think people don't often you know people sort of see ragtime music as 
you know, it, it sounds easy. Yes, it sounds jolly. Yes. Um, people don't often take it seriously, but it is extremely, extremely difficult. And you often find some of the best pianists, you know, struggle with that. Yeah. I know um, to listen to a couple of rags played properly mm. is quite an event. Mm. And also I read somewhere, and I know I read it, so I'm not making this up, Brahms heard a rag just before he died, a Scott Joplin rag, and he said, if I was younger, I would try and write a few of those. Oh, and that's Brahms of all people. Wow. Do you do much of classical playing? I mean, do you do recitals or anything like that? No, no, I haven't done that in, in quite a long time. Um, the only playing that I that I did most recently is, um, you know, sort of being a, a musician or musical direction, you know, during rehearsals, you have to be able to to play the scores um yeah, yeah. i also lectured at um at colleges before um in in sort of repertoire in musical theater so you know when you do that you basically play piano for the for eight hours yes. you know and <laughs> sight reading true. so so that was that was sort of more the playing that i did but i don't um i'll leave the recital the piano recitals for the very experienced pianists, okay, for the Ben well. Schumanns of the world. You know? Oh, right, right, yes. <laughs> Whom we see here in Cape Town from time yes, to time, yes. dazzling us with his Exactly, technique. wonderful. Yeah. As Albi as well. Albi's a superb mm, pianist. Absolutely, no wonder. So we do have in Francois, Francois Dutoy, mm, who's mm. actually on our board here at FMR. Wow. So we're lucky. Earlier on, you were talking about Impressionism and Debussy. Is that mm. a style that particularly appeals to you? Absolutely. I, I absolutely love Ravel is, is one of my favorite composers. It, it just the color is, is really what what makes it so beautiful for me. Um, the misty and, you know, once again, it's, you know, the paintings and, and all of the, that that period um, mm. in France and um, having visited Monet's um, house in, oh, in, 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 in France was just wonderful. You know, you can hear the backdrop of, of the, the, the music playing. They say that um, Monet's paintings look like Debussy's music would exactly. look if it was painted. Exactly. And it's a strange thing to try and explain to people what Impressionism is, I discovered, because it's that, like the picture, it's watery. It's like watercolor in music. There are no hard edges. Mm, That's mm. more or less how you would describe it, wouldn't you? Yeah, it's, it's like watching through an opaque window really and yes, it's shadows and yeah it's it, mist and that's that's just um you know i i do like that kind of weather as well you know the um the more cloudy weather so it's to me that's just it it makes me really happy <laughs> okay and do you spend a good deal of time you said sometimes when you're lecturing but you're not doing that anymore are you no not do you really. practice that's what i want to know rodney no unfortunately <laughs> like like Somehow i said i need a deadline say no yeah I need a deadline. <laughs> okay. Deadlines are good. Now we're going to take another piece of music. And we've got Bach, his concerto for oboe and violin, the first movement with Nigel Kennedy and Albrecht Mayer.
the first movement of the Concerto for Oboe and Violin by Johann Sebastian Bach, soloist Nigel Kennedy with Albrecht Mayer and the Berlin Philharmonic. This is Fine Music Radio, it's People of Note, and my guest is Vessel Odendahl, who has written a musical for this brand new music we've been talking about, musical called Star Crossed, opening this week at the Artscape Arena. What I would like to know, Vessel, is now that this is sort of up and running, are you playing in it or are you just supervising? Are you part of the actual orchestra? No, so it is, um, I, I will just be supervising. I'm actually leaving um, the production once it's open to um, go to Johannesburg and open a Christmas carol there at the Peter Turin Theatre at Monte Cassino. Okay. Yeah, and from there, 2023 starts, you know, and then it gets crazy once again. Have you got any other big projects that you can share with us or is it all secret? No, it's not secret. Actually, um, a few days ago, a couple of days ago, um, VR Theatrical announced that we will be running Maynardville, the festival, um, next year. So it's happening again. Mm. It's it's opening up again after COVID, and um, yeah, we'll do we'll be doing a Midsummer Night's Dream, and the Capes on Opera, and the City Ballet will will be there as well, doing a few performances. Like they used to do in yes. summer yeah. out there in January. Yeah. So really, I, I, I do hope that the institution that it was will, and will the people will come and, and, and support it yeah. again. It's, it's a fantastic thing to experience. Mm. I've been mm. a number of times. And um, are they doing the Midsummer Night's Dream as the Shakespeare play? It's not being added to music or anything? No, so it is the, the, the real Shakespeare play. Yeah, obviously there'll be some music that that I will also create for for the piece, but yeah, that's it's very exciting. We're very very excited. For and that you're lucky happen. to have landed it. Did I ask you what VR stood for? You explained what it is, but what is VR? So originally, um, because uh, my business partner Jakub van Rensburg started the company initially for about six months before I I joined him, um, so initially it was uh, van Rensburg theatrical oh vr mm. oh i yes. see how it happened okay so this we've just received in fact some press releases for maynardville fantastic that is back that the orchestra will be playing there yes. as well kate on yes. as you said yes. and ballet so gosh that's something to look forward to and you can always rely on no rain in Cape Town exactly. That That's what, in yeah. Johannesburg, it wouldn't have worked. No. But, <laughs> no. but here, definitely, if the wind doesn't, you know, blow us away. Well, there's that. <laughs> but it's nicely protected. I'm sure you've been to Maynardville. Yes. No, it's it's wonderful. We did a, a lovely production with the uh, orchestra of Shakespeare quotes and things, which mm. I narrated, oh. and then the orchestra played the Midsummer Night's Dream and the Romeo and Juliet Overture and all those oh, things. fantastic. With your wonderful radio voice, Rodney. Oh, thank you. You can stay. In fact, you can come back if you <laughs> like, uh, very soon. Just before we end, I want to go back to the musical Star Crossed and ask you, I said we must listen to something from it. And now, according to this list, there's something that you're going to play from your musical called Custodiva. Mm. Is this a case of major plagiarism or <laughs> what is it from uh, Bellini's Norma? So it's just the title, luckily. Um, but it is definitely inspired by the, the Bellini aria. At this point in the story, um, Bess, the character Elizabeth Clara, she goes to Florence to shape her artistically and uh, as a young lady. And she goes to the opera and she sees Norma. And like I was as a young child listening to Mass in B minor, she, her, her mind was blown. And then she sings this aria about Castadiva, about listening to this aria. So it, it's referencing that. that because Castadiva is a person, isn't it? Or a thing? Or what is what does Casa no, Diva so mean? Diva is, is the lunar goddess, and oh, uh, right, so right, it's right. it's it's really fantastical. So Marcel Mayer cleverly chose this particular reference because of her fantastical mind and, and conjuring up aliens and these yeah. things. So <laughs> so that that sort of is a prelude to that particular moment. You did say earlier that um, you enjoyed writing for these two voices, particularly. Had you obviously must have heard them before and heard what their limitations are or what they're mm, capable of absolutely um but to be honest with isabella jane there are no limitations and you know as you'll hear in this piece as well she she really goes into the rafters and it's <laughs> it's really fantastic is she singing here from She's, your from so the isabella actual? jane will be singing this song yeah it's a matter of interest will there be a cd or any sort of launch of music from this yes so there are as you'll hear there is there are recordings and we will definitely launch the the album 
at some point. Okay. So we're going to end with Custodiva, not the Custodiva, but Vessel Odendal's Custodiva, as heard in the play at the musical Star Crossed, which we've been talking about. Let me remind you again of the dates, the 8th to the 31st of December, right over Christmas and New Year, here at the Artscape Arena. Note that it's at the arena, not in the opera house or in the theatre. So, Vessel, thank you. I'm looking forward to hearing what you've done. Thank you very much for chatting to us. Thank you for having me. And so we set off, living parallel lives. You in Durban. You in Florence. Ever higher, I'm 
People of Note on Fine Music Radio was proudly brought to you by Peter Turin Productions.